Give me five minutes. The podcast with Scars and Elijah. You are in an open conversation zone. There is no tapping out once you've tapped in. Eli examinations, hood stories, nightmares for critics. And if you're that passionate, we'll bring you on and you can have five minutes. When, do you know when, one of the first things Addy wanted to do, he was, he, he was doing all the DVD stuff. So remember the old streets incarcerated, all that stuff? He basically, around like 2008, 9, or one of those times, I think, no, actually, no, no, it's 07. He got gigs on, a, on some next thing. He had gigs, he had some other guys from Southwest, he had this and that, and basically he was about to drop it. But then he went to uni and said, ah, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Next thing I know, there's... SBTV, they're smoky bars. Welcome. The GM5M podcast is a platform where we have real and honest conversations about almost anything. No topic is off limits. The unique selling point of our show is at any point anyone can say, give me five minutes. Once that is said, the five minute timer starts and the person has five minutes to say whatever they want uninterrupted. Once the five minutes are done, the podcast is back to an open conversation. Each person can only say this once per episode. And now let's get on with the show. All that, all that good stuff. So, that's the bang, bang. Guys, GM5M, we've got Scars here. Eli, we're here in the building. You don't know. Now, we have a special guest in the building. Special. Yes. Special. One of my guys. Hmm. Yeah? What a real musician. That's yeah? the bang, bang. Someone who actually, first of all, he's, he's, got, he's got passion for the music. Do you know what I mean? He knows what he's, what he's talking about. For us musicians, that's, that's vital. It's, all, it's not all just about like, I don't know, like just being good at what you do. Mm. You kind of need to know this industry, know what you're getting into, yeah. understand it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, I'm not going to say too much. As I've said already, please introduce yourself. Who's in the building today? I'm A.B. Lawrence, also known as Surgeon. Thank you for that intro, Scars. And, uh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, not that one. <laughs> wait, 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 hold up, hold up. We, we need to get some, some, some cheers on. Okay, don't worry about the chairs. Let me do one, one bump for you, like your Westwood. <laughs> we got A.B. Lawrence in the building, man. A.B. <laughs> Lawrence in the building, man. <laughs> My guy, surgeon, man. We got the men's dams. <laughs> How's life, man? Uh, life is- How's everything, man? Like, for everyone um, listening, so what do you call it? Is it Surgeon, A.B. Lawrence, or is it interchangeable? Or? It's A.B. Lawrence, my friends, and uh, my my close ones call me Surgeon. A.B. 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 A.B., like, like... I mean, me and him have been speaking online and everything like that. Right. Avid listener of the pod. Yeah. You know, just reached out and just said, look, like, you know, like, we need to link up. I believe there's not enough voices like yours um, in our society, in our community. Um, mm. And for a young black male, youngish black male, um, and to be able to hear what you guys, are, um, the, the content of you guys are um, talking about is very inspiring. And yeah, and that's, I'm a big supporter of it and I love what you guys are doing, so... When I finally got to speak to um, to you and Scars and yeah, I had to be here and uh, to join the family. My thing is um, making music um, and um, trying to inspire people like I've been inspired by the music I listen to. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I've, I'm sure we've all got stories of being, you know, being through, we've been through all kinds of things. Everyone's got their stories in that and uh, to me, um, growing up as a um, as an only child and uh, moving around a lot, the constant thing was music. Okay, that was an escape. 
Mm. Um, started playing drums um, for for a church um, at the age of eleven. Um, I think I just turned eleven, um, and from then on, I kind of went on a journey, um, leading my bands, playing in bands, mm. leading some bands. Then from then, started writing, producing, and kind of just kept on kept on evolving into who I am today. And um, as I grew older and I go through more experiences and see, like my vision is um more clearer, mm. and my my lyrics have changed and um. I believe I've got a lot to say and I'm just finding the right ways to put them together, package them together and um, to deliver it to the people and hope one or two people enjoy it. Just <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, man. We love that. We love that. We love that's that. The, that's bang, the, bang. Bang. It's good. Like, and I feel that, you know, you definitely have a, have a lot to say even for yourself as well. And this is what we're all about. Like we're all about bringing people on that have something to say, that have something to do promote their work and talk about any other topic like we always say like there's no topic that's off limits man so hey guys it's your girl asia j and you are listening to the give me five minutes podcast with eli and scott surgeon i'm so glad you're on the show yeah because today we're gonna be why are you laughing eli you know you see, you see how eli's just quiet there just jumping <laughs> jumping whatever he's jumping listen one of the first things i do want to talk about like we was obviously talking about it off air, um, you know, R.I.P. Um, Jamal Edwards, rest in perfect peace. Yeah, man, rest up, brother. Yeah, like, <clears throat> so, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you've heard already. Um, and if you haven't heard, um, Jamal Edwards, that's the founder of SBTV um, from YouTube. Yeah, man, suddenly, you know, unfortunately passed away. Um, we don't know the full on causes yet. However, his mother has uh, made an official statement and said it's a sudden death. His mum as well, I, you know what? It's so funny. I used to watch Loose Women, yeah? I didn't even know his mum was on Loose Women. When I was at uni, shout out to all the Loose Women that was on in my era, innit? Mm. Uh, get me? Back in the day, innit? Like 2010 in them times. Get me? But um, separate from that, like, I'm not going to lie. When I first heard the news... You know, when it was just like, I feel like, you know, being black, you already know we get so much stuff just thrown in your face every Definitely. day, like yeah. random images, things, whatever. 100%. And sometimes it's like, I think you naturally get desensitized. And I remember watching it, like I was thinking, oh yeah, oh, another person, RIP, blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. Wait, Jamal. Mm. You know, you don't believe it. I didn't believe it. Yeah. I, that yeah. has to be a rumor. Yeah, that's a yeah. rumor. That's that that's a rumor. Thing. I was like, mm. naturally, I went to I, actually no. The the people who posted it was the Guardian. So I was like, eh, the Guardian. Mm. We we know they don't move like the Daily Mail. So, ooh, a part of me was like, nah, there must be something factual here. Then I went to Twitter, and then yeah, as time went on, oh my goodness, I don't know about you guys. Where, I don't know where were you when you heard about the news? I was at home, and the missus just told me. I was like, eh. You know, just like with you, I was like, nah, man, come on. Well, where did you read? Is this somebody's is mm. some Insta page or something? Mm. But then I went on, I went online myself and I think I saw it on the standard. Mm. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I saw it on the Guardian. I said, okay. And it's one of those ones because, because he's not someone that's, that was in your face all the time. So mm. it's like, it's almost like at the back of your mind. Mm. Like you, you know who he is and everything. 
but you just it's not it's not someone that's constantly in your face so you're not necessarily always thinking about him like right. you know but so when it happened just like oh and then i mean i speak for myself i go back to the early sb tv days and i just remember all the videos i was watching and just like all of the grime especially the grime all of the grime acts man mm. i was just like damn man this guy definitely in the hall of fame right yeah yeah 100%. definitely in the hall of fame 100%. if 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 to talk about UK music, his name must be mentioned. Yeah. Like, there's no way that his name cannot be mentioned if you talk about the history of UK music at all. He, he, he looked at a problem, which was young grime artists don't have a spotlight. Took a camera mm. and started filming them mm. and brought them out. And um, it gave them a, it helped push that, that art form of mm. grime, which I push, push into the mainstream. And that was a very important work, and um, yeah. his legacy continued. And then he carried on into film. I mean, into TV shows and yeah, everything, yeah. and all of that. Man, it's um, it's a big loss. It's, I don't think people actually like get it. Like, especially us, even us, like who grew up in that, grew up in that area. Like the the idea of getting a camera and just putting it in an artist's face and telling and telling them, look, spray your lyrics. I'm going to record you and I'm going to put it on this thing called the internet. I'm going to put it on this thing called YouTube mm. and the whole world's going to be able to see it. You know, sounds so simple, but you know, sometimes the best ideas are the most simple ones. Mm -hmm. You know, like literally just get a camera and do it. It's one of those ones, yeah, where it's like anyone could have done it, but not everybody, but, but, not, en but not anybody did it. If you see what I'm saying. That's right. Like, like anyone could have got a camera and because at that time, he was the first. All of the big hitters, to, to you be could on, have gone to them to be honest, 10, yeah. 15 years ago. They would have been happy to record in front of you. Uh, to be honest, yeah, I actually think it was a, I won't say free for all, yeah, but definitely I can think of easily uh, three, four people who at the time, I'm talking, okay, even my cousin that passed away. So RIP Ade, like when, do you know when, one of the first things Ade wanted to do, he was, he, he was doing all the DVD stuff. So remember the mm. old streets incarcerated, all that stuff. He basically, around like 2008, nine, or one of those times, I think, no, actually, no, no, it's 07. He got gigs on a, on some next thing. He had gigs. He had some other guys from Southwest. He had this and that. And basically, he was about to drop it. But then he went to uni and said, ah, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Next thing I know, there's SBTV, there's Smoky Bars. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Uh, someone else went to, if you, anyone that's from South, if you know about Richmond College, there's a, a shout out to Gabs, yeah? Mixed by Gabs. If anyone that knows Gabs, yeah? Same thing. Gabs was filming Cadet. Getting all these people from Richmond, bare MCs. And even Jamal, I think, I can't remember what happened, but there was something to do with Jamal. Because remember, some of those guys from West London used to go there. And if he had stuck at it, he would be in that position. And that's the key thing. Big if. He's the one that did stick at it, right. mm. and that and that and that is why his legacy will continue Fully. long after Fully. he's dead. Yeah. And that's just what it's all about. You know what I mean? I ain't even gonna lie as well, like, boy. Let me be perfectly honest with you. I didn't know how old he was when I saw he was thirty-one. I said to myself, "Hmm." It just goes to show you that with what he did with his thirty-one years, will forever be told, didn't it? What? How did you think he was? No, I just didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know if he was older than me, younger than me. I just didn't know. Like, not that I just. Oh, I, I didn't. I, I, I knew. I knew he wasn't twenty, but 
she never thought of it like that. But when I just found out he was 21, I mean, sorry, he was 31, I was like, hmm, yeah. that's life, man. Someone can make such an impact in that in the, in that time. So young. The thing for me as well that I I I believe I saw again, like it's I feel there's so many things about this, just that's what happens when you just don't know. Like his mum being on loose women, for me, because I, I really used to watch loose women. Cause I remember watching that show thinking, this show's actually all right. Like those times. So seeing his mum on there, I'm like, wait, you're like Jamal's mum. I didn't know it was a, I didn't know it was his mum. We, I know, I oh, oh you, you've seen that show? I've seen him um, until I saw his page. Mm. I looking on his own. Obviously, when I heard the news, I mm. go on his page as well, mm. and I started scrolling down, and I'm seeing, and I see his mum dancing to the, to the, um, it's coming home, it's coming home. Okay. Like, That's his mum, and that, yeah. And his mum? I actually knew. I didn't actually watch that front, um, watch that show, but I knew about Loose Women, though. I never watched it. His mum was on X Factor. Right. I didn't even know that. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? And then, Basically, I always like to see, I love that. I love it when I see, if I, if I see someone that's whatever, big, famous, talented, whatever, and then you hear there's someone else. I, I don't know. I think natural human stuff. I want to see them together. I want to see what they think together because they're kind of not successful together, but you're both it's rare. public people. Yeah. It's rare. Mother and son. Yeah. So she was on, um, obviously she was on Loose Women. Yeah. He came on yeah. and- all I, all I remember that people kept saying was, wow, she was so quiet. She was so quiet. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm watching it, you're like, it's almost like the Kanye West thing. Like, I don't know if you've seen the Kanye West documentary with, um, have you seen it? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, great. Oh, we, we, we have to talk about that. Oh, man, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And have you seen it? No. No, please watch it. Very, very excellent. Especially after all the stuff you just said, you, you would only watch it and just be like, it humanizes Kanye. But anyways, this 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 uh interaction between him and his mum, it just shows me that everybody, your family is so important to you. Because yeah. basically, she's quite, not bodacious, but she's quite, obviously, she's confident. She says her thing. But when he came on, she was like, like, she can tell. She probably just, she, you know, like, that's that feeling of like, mm, I don't, I'm just gonna hold my hold my tongue. Like, let me just stay proud. Let me yeah. just stay calm and do whatever. And yeah, yeah man, he came on there gracious, and he was like, yeah. "I get the work ethic from from mum." Yeah. And how like when he was younger, like obviously his mum was an X Factor, so people were saying, "Oh, that's Brenda Edwards' son." Then it flipped because he became Jamal Edwards. Yeah. Then it was like, "Oh, SBTV's mum," and he was like, he feels like he's always working. They're always competing to see who's going to do something and things like that. But <sighs> it's sad. It's sad. I'm really? not going to lie. Yeah. It's and sad. Praise goes out to his family and friends. No, fully, no, fully, fully. 100%. Man. Fully. Um, that's a tough one. But you know what? Because uh, obviously bringing, uh, talking about um, SBTV and obviously the relationship with his mum. Definitely. Definitely. I can't, I kid you not, bro. Like, it's a trilogy, but you have to watch this Kanye West documentary. Can't wait for the second, for the part two. Same. Man. You have to watch it. Like, it's it's one of those ones where, even for the people listening, especially if you're a fan of creative work, like watching, okay, actually, I wouldn't even say creative work. In a business way, like watching people achieve their dreams. Mm. Like, if there's one thing that, I don't know about you that I got from it is the fact of you know like when people say they're gonna do things 
he actually did everything he said. And everything more. he said in there happened. And more. Do you know what I mean? And more. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He One time he was like, listen, I want to get so big. You, they're going to drop the the last name off my name. Mm. Like, everyone does that. Mm. Who Like, they, you could just call him Kanye. Mm. Like, you don't even have to say West. Or like, even the way other people believed in him. Mm-hmm. And he believed in himself. I'm going to make um, people sing on the record and make it sound like it's the 70s sample. You hear that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, where yeah. he says, I'm going to push that production into that. That's, gonna, that's where I'm going to push the production into. And he done it on many of his tracks. Basically, guys, the the concept of the documentary is, it's called Genius. It's not spelt as it yeah, says. Yeah, I see it. I've, yeah? I've seen it. Yeah, you I've seen it, but I haven't, I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's basically... It's it's not even like it's it's his friend that documented his life that has directed it. Cool. Mm. Like that's the first thing that I said. Okay, this is different because I've always felt like and I've, I've always heard that he's when he's been going off the rails, he's been losing the day ones, one bit by bit. So for for the sheer fact, I saw somebody that was like before Kanye was big. That's actually um, he that not. I don't think he directed it, but he's 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 done the cinematography. Like he's very involved with this documentary. Is he's the one narrating it, and they're using his footage for a lot of a lot of stuff. So what's happened is he actually has his own career. The guy was a comedian, yeah. He was a comedian by himself doing his own thing. He basically saw the the such star potential in Kanye. Man quit his job and said, "I'm just gonna film you and follow you all day." So. He ends up following him. Obviously, he hasn't told the whole story, but there's many things in there that we see about the grind before he got big, things that he was doing for people. Got his break with Rockefeller, you know, Jay-Z and Dame. And uh, yeah, and straight after that, he got in the crash. That was another another bit of a low point for him. He was able to bounce back and go on mm-hmm. and then build what he's building right now and carries on going. And uh, also, like, one major thing that, that kind of just sold it more for me was the whole aspect of he, he the relationship with him and his mom. Right. Like, I think, I, I literally remember saying this, like, you know what? I feel like we've all gone hard on Kanye. Naturally, because he says some dumb stuff. Mm. Like, even at the start of the documentary, they show all, all the dumb stuff he said and all whatever. However, you realise, you know what? He actually does have a mental illness at this stage. And he was really, he's really close with his mom. Like all I could think personally was like, yo, there's so many similarities in the way I am. Like he's a musician. He he was an only child. Mm-hmm. His mom was his, his rock. Mm-hmm. You see how to me in the whole documentary, he's so confident, he's so uh, bodacious and yeah. whatever. When he's with his mom, he's listening. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to what I was saying with Jamal Edwards and how we are with family. Mm-hmm. Like, when there's people you respect or you think they're, they're, you're valuing their words, when his mom was talking, she was, she was kind of like, I, I was surprised how jolly she was. Not to say like she wouldn't be jolly, but I thought she would just be one of these super loud mouth and yeah, whatever. But she was like, no, nah, she was quite funny, but she was putting him in his place. That, she was that, letting him know that, yo, you was kind of getting a bit ignorant or arrogant or something uh, like that. Go on, go that on. bit when she's spitting his, um, his bars to him, oh, that bit was hard. Like, come, nah, on, man. That. come on, <laughs> yo, man. How many parents are doing that? Yeah. She spat his whole lyrics. Rare. She, she yeah. was like, oh, yeah. what about that? That, 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 that time? Line, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. what? 
And she, you can tell, man. That was he, great to see. Yeah, he loved her, man. Like you, like my single mom, self, you know what I mean? Only one by your side mm. in most of your journeys. It's real, man. man. Nah, it touched me. That was a great, that's a great documentary. What's happening there? This is Man Like Mudge. You're now tuned in to the Give Me Five Minute Podcast, also known as the GM5M. Here with my brother Samuel. You know what it is. You know what time it is. Man Like Mudge, out. So when you listen to music, just any music, yeah, like, yeah. is it, are you... How do you, as a musician, how do you actually intake music? Is it, okay, like, you tell me, you hear a new song, right. what's it that you're looking for? To see what the, the artist and the musicians are trying to communicate to me. You yeah. know, first the the sounds, the lyric, and then the musicians, how the producer is, has chopped up the beat, mm. you know, what's going next. So all of that combined to me what is what makes a good... A good, you know what I mean? So it's, the same so it's the same, because Scars is the same, like, boy, and you said a, cr- a key word there that yeah. just confirmed it for me, like, critical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't think I can listen to music with Scars, like, and him not be critical. It doesn't matter what music it is, even if it's Grammy nominated, yeah. you know what I mean? You'd be critical of it. Okay, yeah. Oh, is that? Okay, so that's what you mean. The <laughs> yeah. Critical. Yeah, it's no, not, no, but you, you got to remember. Yeah, mm. well, that's the field. And think about it. I get it, I get it. Like, it's like, it's like a football player, like, and you're watching football, you're always going to be yeah, a bit more critical. I can't Cool. You wouldn't. I because would. You've been on the field. Not even that. I wouldn't expect a footballer to watch football like a con, like like a football punter, like a someone who just supports. Yeah, like the a team. fan. Yeah, yeah. Because you actually know stuff. You you mm-hmm. you're on the team. You know what it means when he's passing a ball, when they lose a game. Da 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 da. And think of it like this. Yeah. Think of the. You know, like things that people don't know about music, right. or things that people don't know about musicians. So the things that they they they. I don't know, like things that might be impressive to somebody. Let's say when we listen first getting into music, I'm sure it was proper exciting just to understand studio. Mm. Like, oh my gosh. So you're recording this mic and I'm hearing myself back. Ooh, 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 ooh. Then that, that okay. gets, I get yeah. over that, innit? But the average person, I know they wouldn't. If I took them studio today, they'll probably be listening to music for the first two years until they get like me where, hey, we got to get critical and sorry last one is there's just a lot of bullshit so people aren't critical enough it's like sometimes just let shit slap you in the face like all these mad songs you're saying mad lyrics you're saying mad things nothing means anything so that's why like but just like what you said about the feeling and stuff like that look because like i I was saying like you see like say like on the spotify app now Mm. it's got the lyrics it's in sync so for the first time now like i'm actually listening to songs that i've listened to for years and i'm actually reading the lyrics and i'm like i'm gonna second like what does this even mean bro like 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 what's going on here but but i do like the song and i do get the feeling and it is bouncy or it gives like it puts me in the mood and stuff like that which, which is fine but yeah in terms of the lyrics yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes I'm reading something and I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't know about this much. Mm-hmm. To, 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 to touch on what um, Scars was saying is about the mass production of music now has kind of diluted the quality. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, back then, you had to jump through a lot of doors. Yeah, like, be it a had musician. to be hot. Like, if it's the yeah, 70s, I mean, yeah, like, you had, had to, to jump through a lot of yeah, doors. Like, you had to, to really school, like, had to really know how to play instruments. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had to, to, for you just to be get to get, to get to that stage, but, you need to be to uh, somebody. Yeah. But isn't, but, that's like how it is like the barrier to entry is lower but that's allowed even people like you to you know what i mean do nah. music nah right? nah 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 or would nah, you still nah, be the same nah, if they said nah. okay you gotta learn <laughs> guitar drums yeah. and keyboard because i did i might i might not be i might not be no 
Benhoven, Maestro. No, but that's the whole thing. Like, like, you see, like, you see, sorry, you see, like, because I remember watching the history of Prince, right? Mm. And when he went, he first went to his first commercial studio, obviously, he was trying to get a deal. That's how you had to do, like, you had to do a tape, innit? And all that kind of stuff. So, the guy who has the record label, he said, okay, this guy walked in. He was like, all right, cool. Like, there's the studio. And then he's, and then they asked him, okay, like, 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 you need a drummer, all that kind of stuff. Like, he was just like, no, like, I can handle it. So then he came on, he said, he played the drums, he put it on a loop, and then he started playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. And he, the guy said, before he finished looping the guitar, he had already signed him. Because he was like, no, 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 what's going on here? And the guy made the whole beat, everything on the beat, all the music, he played all the instruments. But that's Prince, right? That's that's, that's but, elite. But not, but not even, not even just that. Instruments. Yeah. yeah. That's elite. But not even just that. The era is different. So, like, obviously, yes, to a certain degree, I, I was, I'm just being funny when I said it before, but yeah, you're right. Like, my entry point into the game is because of the way technology was at that time of the industry. So, like, I'll give you an example. So, you know, I started producing... Actually, yeah, I, I was I was pretty much, like... Rapping and producing the same time. It wasn't like, oh, I was rapping, 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 just producing. Like, I, we went church together. So I was always musical. I was always with the guys playing the keys. However, I couldn't actually play those keys. But what I was doing was watching them, going back to school, taking a couple of lessons there, and then mixing it up. And then, oh, four, my mom bought me a computer. Mm. If she didn't buy me a computer, <laughs> I'd be on the road. Mm-hmm. That's just that's the anyone wants to think oh that's dramatic no that's the truth because that I will never forget the first two years I literally think I don't think I left left the yard for anything I was so excited about coming home to make my beats you get what I'm saying mm. so yes <clears throat> to a certain degree if I was born in maybe the seventies eighties and you don't have enough money to get like a ta- um, the tape reel or like a MPC or what is it, the AK, the, the proper New like York. you got to be on some level of prince yeah, where like, you could just come in and just play instrument on a maz. Yeah, or you have to know people. Yeah. Yeah, like, and even if, even if I was taught how to play, if I don't have a place to play piano, because maybe I, they, they paid for me in school, but then when I get home, I don't have a keyboard. When I get home or I'm playing drums or something, Especially drums, yeah. And I know we got we got a drummer in the building. Especially drums, mate. <laughs> I ha- always thought like you need you need a detached house. Yeah, that, I was like just this. about to get onto that. <laughs> I, actually, um, I like like you when your mum bought you um a, um, a laptop mm. computer for you to make beats. Mm. It was like I got a drum. Okay. In the in the sitting room. What a drum kit? A drum kit. Shum, Eli here from the Give Me Five Minutes podcast. We know you're busy. We know you got things to do. We're gonna cut this conversation right here but we're going to resume again next week for another part every Sunday 9pm give me 5 minutes podcast and we're out